Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Off the Post, a professional wrestling podcast, and the opinions of a couple of guys that don't really matter at all in the wrestling world, uh, or just a couple of dudes. My name is Nick with my tag team partner. This is Chris over here, and yes, you're right, we do not matter, but we've got some great opinions, we're pretty funny. And, and with your matters. help, you can make them matter. Yeah. Hey, why not? I'd love to be monetized. <laughs> <laughs> we are taking any and all donations. If you are looking to maybe, you know, sponsor a podcast because that's the cool and hip thing to do, you can find us on social media. You can find <laughs> us in your favorite podcast, you know, place. All those places. We yeah, have I can do a 30-second drop all yeah. day. Oh, absolutely. What do you want? What do you want? I'll, I'll name it. Coca-Cola. Look at that. The fucking soft batch cookies. Right there. Look at that. Right I want to eat a cookie now. <laughs> you see that? See how easy that is? Man. Well, it's not easy. No. Not anybody can do it. But the guys here on the, the, the podcast of professional wrestling, we can do it. Those guys. We are going to talk about quite a few different topics tonight. We've been uh, enjoying the fruits of our labor with all the wrestling that's been happening. And some of us have been taking vacations and going places and we've done it all. Man, that hurt. We've seen it all. Uh, Breaking news alert. As a matter of fact, we're going to start the show off with. Yep. Breaking news alert. (laughs) I wish I had an alarm. I I was trying to think of what we could do. I got a fart machine. That's all I got. Hey, man, rip it. Let's let's hear it. All right, all right. There, well, that, that was one of the shorter ones. It broke something. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. There has been rumors and speculations recently um, about Tony Khan making an announcement on AW Dynamite. You know, they love to promote their surprises <clears throat> as... Weird as that may sound, they love to do it. So there, uh, for about a week now, we had been anticipating a big announcement, and there had been memes online that I actually made one that said Tony Khan will take a huge shit on AEW tonight. Yep. There, I must have seen a hundred other ones too, you know, but none of oh. those are as important as the one I made. I was gonna say that was the only one I saw, and it was pretty funny. It made me yeah. laugh. So, with that being said, we were going to talk about what may, we may think the announcement's going to be, whatever. But they made the announcement just within the last hour or so. So, I'm like, you know what? Let's talk about it. And the announcement is that AEW is teaming up with New Japan Pro Wrestling to put on a massive pay-per-view in June, Forbidden Door. It's going to be held at the United Center in Chicago. June 26th, a couple days after my birthday, um, 6 p.m. showtime, and tickets go on sale Friday, May 6th at 10, awtix.com, and really anywhere yep. you get a fucking ticket. Chris, this yep. is big news. Big news. New for Japan's a, lot a pretty, of people, big, uh, pretty big promotion. But it's not big news for for a lot of people either. Like, it's... The biggest thing that nobody cares about. Yeah. Uh, I did watch the segment and the crowd popped pretty hard when uh, Tony Khan brought out the owner of New Japan. I don't remember his name. I apologize. Uh, but during the segment, it was like, oh, hey, Adam Cole's going to take over from backstage. And, oh, I was in Japan and I'm Adam Cole. <laughs> you know, and uh, he made an announcement that I believe he'll be entering the Owen Hart uh, tournament facing off against one of the New Japan guys. Okay. So. Well, I've yet to see the segment. I wasn't going to talk about it and, you know, have us <laughs> discuss what's happening. But then I saw the spoiler on Facebook and I was like, all right, fuck it. Yeah, you didn't miss a whole lot. Like I said, it was about a minute and a half and then it moved on to the next segment so yeah well we'll talk about it more in depth once i actually watch a segment and once we get some more information probably on our next episode or you know we've got a lot of time before that actually goes down like i said it's sunday Mm -hmm. uh june 26th 
um, it should be a, a pretty big event. And, you know, for, for those that maybe aren't really too, you know, excited about it or whatever, hopefully they, they gain some interest here over the next couple months and, and it can be a really good show. So yeah, they're going to have to promote it. Like they're kind of doing now entering a couple of the guys. So you get to see, Oh, they have talent over there or you do your own research, but right. Yeah. I, I, I'll go have these with you on it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Have a little forbidden door party. <laughs> oh, that'd be pretty funny. Have decorations, you know, different doors. I'll decorate my forbidden door. <laughs> Peekaboo. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get Chinese food. <laughs> oh, no. Japanese food. Whatever. Right, right. Go to the mall. It's from it's in all over there. Somewhere over there. Authentic Panda Express. That's what we'll get. Authentic, yeah. Um, so aside from that, like I said, we'll discuss that in further episodes. Um, but there has been a lot going on over the last couple of weeks. One of the big things I want to talk about was the fact that you and I went to Raw last Monday in Detroit at Little Caesars Arena. Yes. Yes, we did. Had a lot of fun. I uh, My voice was hoarse. <laughs> like just getting home after dropping yeah. you off, I was like, "Oh boy, tomorrow's gonna be a long day." <laughs> but uh, we, yeah, we had a lot of fun. Um, got our signs on the old TV, so if you look hard, you can see them. Yeah, they're there. Uh, Nick almost got in a fight with Paul Heyman. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. Honestly, for a minute, I I did. I thought he was. He saw the sign and he was looking at me, and I was like. I mean, I didn't get excited or anything. I'm like, I wonder, because he was looking at me. Oh yeah, but I yelled because... really loud. I was like, "Hey, man!" And I'm pointing at your sign because yeah. I wanted him to see it. And he's just squinting. I think the silver uh, paint you used was affecting the green lighting in the background or something. Yeah, the way it was I th- hitting. I think you're right. Yeah, but uh, I was like, "Dude, he's looking right at you." <laughs> It was awesome, but he almost got in a fight with one of the crowd members. I don't know if that's a show they put on every Raw, but... I think it might be, because I saw something a few weeks ago where he had did something similar, and Roman was, like, getting him off of the the wall or whatever, and um, I don't care, because it's still funny, and I think it, it helped pop the crowd and send them home happy, and it was a good time. Yeah. Um. We had really good, good seats. Matches. Good seats, nine rows off the floor. Um, you know, we sat on the on the aisle, so we didn't have to worry about stepping in front of anybody. I don't care about getting up for somebody. I don't like because I don't want to be the reason you drop your your giant thirty eight dollar Coke. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, normally I don't either, but the row we were in and the guys that we sat next to, they were up and down fucking all night long. Yeah, like, they really Ooh. were. <laughs> And then they would come back and not at the same time. So you're like, get up. All right. And then two minutes later, the next guy. Oh, oh yeah. All right. Yep. And they didn't even buy us a drink. Well, and it seemed like a couple of them got up and down a lot. Yeah. And like multiple times in a short time span. I'm like, God damn. Yep. He broke the seal just like I did, but I was trying to hold off as much as I could. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, we got a commercial break. I got to go. Got to go. But, uh. Yeah, we got to uh, see Veer for the first time in action. Yep. Finally. Yeah, he was there. He destroyed Dominic. Now, like, I know we're not talking about every uh, match here, but that was sad to see. Took Dominic out on a stretcher and haven't seen him since. (laughs) Or Ray. Yeah. (laughs) So they got rode off TV for a little bit. Um, Yeah, overall, it was a lot of fun. They're coming back to Detroit at the end of August. Hopefully we get some tickets to that. Yeah, man. I I do want to go. Go ahead. ahead. Oh, I was going to say, Cody, real quick. Biggest fucking pop I ever heard, like, live. Most pyro I ever heard, like, seen live. Mm -hmm. Um, And I watched it back when I got home and I was like, dude, like even he was shocked. Miz was shocked. It's it, like, they both didn't know how much was going to go off. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, they are laying out the red carpet for this guy. They did. Uh, 
that crowd did pop real hard for Cody. That's what I was going to say was that was definitely the pop of the night was for him. Even the second time he came out, like later in the night, he got a really big pop. Yeah. I was shocked it wasn't the main event, but it was like, oh, hey, let's kick off hour two with this. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was a good okay. match. The best I've seen Miz in a while. Yeah. But I'll yeah. Look for us next time at SmackDown. We'll be in the front row sitting next to Green Shirt Guy. <laughs> or the or the match. Yeah. Um, all right. So speaking of Cody, Cody made his grand entrance at this year's WrestleMania. We have yet to talk about WrestleMania. We've had the chance to, and we won't spend too much time on it because at this point it was nearly three weeks ago. Yeah, um, I know. It's crazy. But Overall, I mean, I got back into wrestling maybe five or six WrestleManias ago, I think, by now. Yeah, something um, like that. One of the better WrestleManias I've seen since then. Um, top to bottom, both nights. There wasn't really anything that I hated or anything like that. A couple of weird things happened, you know, when they switched uh, the match with Sheamus and Ridge Holland in the New Day, and, you know, that happened, but whatever. They might as well have cut that, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, uh, but overall, it was a lot of fun to watch. We watched uh, night one at your house, and then night two, you were in New York, and uh, it it was, it was, it was very enjoyable. A um, couple of highlights for you, Chris, what do you, what, like, things that stick out for you? Uh, I'll save the one for last. Uh the Cody entrance alone, um, it felt surreal. And he, he's been here before, or here, like I'm in WWE or something. Uh, he's been there before, but for some reason, it just felt bigger than ever. And the if you're going to intro a guy, that was the way to do it. Yeah. Um, totally Seth's, Seth's face, his reaction to everything was perfect. Um, just some of the commentary he had in the ring, like, welcome back to the big leagues. You know, you're in my fucking ring now, bitch. Like, a lot of that stuff. And just A-plus match. Um, you know, one thing I'll say about Cody is, like you said, the entrance was huge, and it was well-deserved. When you, I feel like when you see guys that have a history, uh, a family history in wrestling, whether it be Randy Orton, whether it be, you know, um, the Samoan dynasty, if you want to call it that, for a lot of those guys, it's hard to, for them, hard for them to get out of the shadow of that name and like make a statement on their own. You know what I mean? And stand out. And I kind of feel like maybe Cody was having that issue in his, previous wwe days but now that he's gone around the world and wrestled in different promotions not just AEW, he was in ring of honor he went over to japan for a little bit and wrestled over there and did some stuff and so he's he's been around and now you've brought him back as a bigger star you know yeah and i think that as long as they don't screw it up it, it can work really well the storyline that they're deciding to do with his dad uh you know, trying to become that champion. And, and I think that works for him. And, you know, hopefully they don't, they don't fuck it up, but yeah, it, it uh, gave him a reason. Yeah. Like I'm back, not because of money, not because of uh, AEW was taking a shit or whatever the case is. No, I want to give, you know, my father who was passed the belt that he never got to win. And I've never wanted either, but I'm going to right now, like, go ahead. I can't, you can't, wait. You can't tell me that. Anyone that's a wrestling fan that knows anything about that story wouldn't do the same thing if they were in his place. Yeah. If they had the opportunity and it presented itself, why wouldn't you? If that was, that could have been all part of his plan to begin with and kudos to him if it was. Yeah, we did discuss that and you asked me if, do you think that was his plan? And I'm like, I don't know. It just seems so far-fetched as far as like, man, you really had to lay out some uh, you know, bullet points like I got to do this, 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 and then I'm going to leave after my first contract. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good job if he did, but man, so far so good. I will say, um, yes. Pat McAfee uh, at WrestleMania, awesome. One of arguably one of the matches of the weekend, honestly. 
Oh, I agree. Uh, the shit he was doing, it, he made it look perfect. Uh, I not I, not the Vince stuff, but the sure. Austin Theory stuff was really good. When I think the Vince stuff work worked, they just drug it out too long. I think, you know, I, and I always bring up Cornette, but he made a good point. All you had to do was have Theory kick the shit out of McAfee and then make Vince just, you know, look like the powerhouse, not like make McAfee run into some arms and sell the shit out of him and then punt a football into him at zero miles an hour. And, right. it, it, you know, there could have been a better way to do it. And I was like, damn, that sounds way better. And you just come up with that in 15 seconds. Yep. And so, no, it's absolutely right, too, because like you said, Vince didn't have to get physically involved in the way that he did. You could have had Pat win the match, have his moment, and then Austin Theory just beat the tar out of him. And he, even if he wanted to have Vince kick the football at him, you know, something stupid, but it didn't need to go to that. And then, yeah, here comes Austin. Some yep. of the biggest pops we've seen in years for Austin this weekend. Yeah, good stuff, man. And it was weird. If you watch it back, uh, Vince sells some sort of reaction when they played Theory's music. And then all of a sudden the glass shattered and he reacted again. I was like, oh, you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have a good weekend, uh, Vince. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just, his emotions got the better of him, you know. Um, but yeah, man, WrestleMania was uh, was very good. I would say overall... A scale of one to ten, I, I would give it a, a probably a good eight and a half. I was thinking eight myself. Yeah, uh, and that's only because a day two wasn't as good as day one. Mm-hmm. Um, but that opening match, dude, that that of... with uh, Alpha Academy and the Street mm. Profits and um, RK Bro, RK Bro, hell of a match, dude. One I agree. of and and I called you because I was like so pumped up after the match. That was to me in my eyes. I'm sitting there thinking about how AEW does these, you know, two v two v two matches, or you know, all these matches where it's like six on six or whatever, and they get out of control and they let it get out of control and it just stays out of control and it happens nine out of ten times. Yeah, but like some this, sort of weird buzzer hits, and everybody's got to get their spot. <laughs> like, yeah, but this everything made sense, and their strikes and kicks and everything was connecting really hard. All the moves were, you know, their their high spots were were hitting perfectly. Uh, Montez Ford jumped over the the turnbuckle to the corner and fucking landed on his feet. Yeah, and that and, was impressive. And it um, love you. Good night. Bye, Callie. <laughs> Uncle Chris said good night too. Good night. <laughs> um, yeah, everything just connected. It worked, and WWE the, they put on a clinic to me in that match of how you should do a bigger tag team match like that. I yeah. just, I loved it. No disagreeing here. Uh, when you called, I was like, oh, shit, did my internet go out or something? Because <laughs> you're staying at <laughs> my house. And uh, it was funny. But, uh, yeah, I can't I can't uh, go without saying Austin and Owens. The fact that Steve Austin actually went out on the concrete and took a yeah. freaking suplex. Uh-huh. Took a stunner. Uh, it's just give it up for that guy. He didn't have to do any of that. Nope. And it sounds like he's glad he did. I saw something, didn't read the article, but the headline was something along the lines of Austin is open to another WrestleMania. Like, you know, and while I am too to see him come back, I also don't want them to spoil it. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, I mean, you don't want to wait too long because then he's not going to be in. This is about as tip top as he's going to get. Um, because he looked good, other than like those corner kicks, the mud kicks, mud stomps, whatever they're called. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, Stop the dude, mud the, hole, mud hole, <laughs> looked fantastic. And Owens, I mean, well deserved. Yeah, uh, that was a good, good call on who he could, uh, you know, be involved with at, at Mania. Owens not only makes himself look good, but he always makes his opponent look good too. 
for sure. And he's continued since WrestleMania. I, he's yeah. one of my favorites. Me too. Um, but yeah, that was WrestleMania weekend. A lot of fun to watch. If you haven't seen it yet, where the fuck have you been? Uh, first and foremost, <laughs> I know we missed a lot talking about here, but there's plenty more that was fantastic. Well, one thing we kind of missed, but we're definitely talking about was the main event from WrestleMania, Brock and Roman. You know what? Let, let's talk about that because our next topic is the fact that Roman Reigns, spoiler alert, is the undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion. A mouthful. That, that match, um, it was good. Yeah, it was, I would give it a five and a half out of ten. Yeah, if we're do, if we're doing number ranks. Yeah, it, it was good. It was kind of what I expected. Lasted a little longer than I expected. Um, they had me at one point when when Brock had Roman uh, towards the end and his submission and. Yeah, I thought. Uh, I was like, there's I mean, no way he taps here, but maybe, maybe <laughs> freaking Brock's face. God damn it. He's the best. Yeah. <sighs> he sold the shit out of that. And then Roman, you know what? I don't doubt that he got injured because there was a rumor that he got injured. Mm-hmm. I don't doubt that for a out. second. Uh, maybe because he looked like he, he was walking around and I swear he said to Heyman that it's out. It's out. And yeah. He had to like pop it back in and then he was trying to lift both belts at the end. He couldn't lift up the one, but. Um, I don't whatever know. Ha- whatever happened to him, it's not. I don't think it was anything serious. But a, an injury doesn't have to be serious, you know. It's he doesn't have to wrestle every week. So, you know, if it's like a he popped his shoulder out or whatever, from my understanding, that's a couple weeks recovery. Just don't fuck with it. And so, yeah. Um, my biggest peeve about the match was how Brock was claiming he was coming for blood. And there was no blood. Sure. Yeah. And now I've said in the past, AEW does too much blood, but when it is warranted, it looks awesome. Um, but here is just like, damn, like you kept saying, you're going to beat the living shit out of Roman Reigns. You're going to take his blood, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And there was not an ounce. So it's like, and there should have been. I think just a little bit, just a little color to make it not Wheeler Yuta color, but just, you know, yeah. a little something, something. You don't see Roman bleed from the face very often, you know, and I get it, but that kind of helps push the story along. You know what I mean? When you see that blood in their eyes and, you know, leaking down their face, but at the same time, you do see it sometimes and it's a little, but then more often than not, it ends up being a giant, massive slaughter. You know, they leak everywhere and yeah. But, yeah, I, I can definitely see where you're coming from with that. Um, um, I was pissed. You know, obviously yeah. I wanted Brock to win, but you know, whatever. Whatever. I get it. It was the best choice for the business. I don't That's know when for Brock business. back. I think he's coming back. Money in the bank is from what I'm reading. For what, Brock? Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. That's what I'm, that's what I'm hearing is a return date for him. It sucks that he lost and then just see it. But yeah. that's that's the contract he has. This is what it is. Um, so Roman Reigns now holds both the Universal and the World Heavyweight Championships. Um, he is the undisputed WWE Universal <laughs> 24 European champion. Yeah. Where does he go from here? Hmm. He has to take someone out. I don't know who yet, but someone's got to take the fall here to set up Cody and him maybe at SummerSlam, but I don't know. It's got to be Cody. And you don't want to wait forever. Yeah, SummerSlam I think would work. Um, Because what do you have? Backlash coming up, and then Money in the Bank, and then SummerSlam. I think that's correct. Yeah, SummerSlam is on July 30th. Okay. And I know June's usually money in the bank. So, uh, I think there's a hell in the cell in between there. Holy shit. I could be wrong. There could be some, there's definitely plenty of opportunities now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Well, 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 Shinsuke came out on SmackDown a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. There you go. What was that about? I don't know because now. You didn't see him on last week's SmackDown. Um, 
But yeah, he came out and Roman, what, he hugged him because yeah. he was like, look, I know what you're going to say. You want to suck my dick and it's fine. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Roll him around. Rick Boogs is hurt, so you got nothing else to do. Might as well can shot me in the balls. <laughs> um, but yeah, and he hugged him and then the Usos both super kicked him at the same time. And that was it. That was it. Haven't Weird. heard anything since. Nope. They haven't explained it. Nothing. So I don't know if that was like a, hey, let's see how the crowd reacts to this social media wise. And then if it looks good, we'll put Shinsuke against Roman at Backlash or something. I don't know. But I, but I don't think he has a match. I don't even. It's coming up, is it not? It's in uh, two and a half weeks. <laughs> and I don't think you give him a match. I think you let him. I don't think he I don't think he has to have a match. No, no, no. This one is not that important. No. Um, but with that being said, I. I really don't know where they go from here with Roman other than Cody. Right. Um, That's got to be the ultimate goal here. And even, even if Roman wins round one of it with some shenanigans or something, I'd be okay with that to build, you know, some more love for Cody when he finally does win it. Well, yeah, because I've also read that the idea is to keep the title on Roman for the foreseeable future, like the next year. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Uh, that might be the longest timeline you can go without. Because to me, bringing Cody back for this, you have to put the belt on him at some point. Or yeah. else what was the, what was the point? Mm-hmm. So maybe a year is like the max timeline you want to wait and build it. Because he's winning every match right now against formidable formidable opponents. So maybe you just have him, you know, almost be a Randy Orton-esque person and just knock out some legends as you go. I don't know. Do you have him win money in the bank and then cash that in at a later uh, date? That could be. That could be a really good idea. Or I was or thinking put, even long-term, he wins the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And that's has got to be one of the other, it. then. But then Next again... WrestleMania. WrestleMania, but I I want to see The Rock and Roman because I think that would be huge. But in my mind, I'm like, but why? Because they're are they really going to have The Rock take the title off of Roman? I mean, cool. But after a minute, it's like, okay, well, is The Rock yeah. like, I don't know. The Rock you know will probably just surrender it and be like, yeah, I'm not back to actually wrestle here. You can have the belt back, give it to someone else, <laughs> you know, hand it off to Asuka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. There's just so much, so many different angles to go with here. I don't know. But regardless, um, we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. Um, so speaking of Cody, Cody actually had a match this past Monday night on Raw. And the idea is that he is going to move on to uh, to backlash and, and have this match with Seth Rollins, Cody mm-hmm. versus Seth too. Um, but in the meantime, Seth Rollins is kind of, you know, doing some trickery, if you will, trickery to try and get out of the match. And the the, stip- the stipulation was that correct? Like if KO wins, or that if Cody's opponent wins. Uh, or was it just to have a match? From what I gathered, it was like he wanted to embarrass him more so. Like, hey, I wasn't ready at WrestleMania. I didn't know who my opponent was, so I'm going to do the same to you. Yeah, You're not going to know who your opponent is. That's right. And I really thought it was like going to be The Fiend or something like that. I, <laughs> I was ready to pop, and I, then he said, that's no lie. And I was like, God damn it, it's Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Um, <laughs> that was a good match. It really was. Yeah. Um, and I didn't that's like what the I, count out finish, but yeah. And there's a, they could have did that. Um, you know, there's a, there's a couple other ideas that went through my head on how they could have did that. They still could have had Kevin Owens walk off like that, but you know, Cody could have attacked both of them or something to try and prevent Kevin from leaving yeah. or, or something. And then Kevin walks off and Seth's pissed and, ah, yeah. Cody was just like, uh, okay, I'm gonna get on the on the belt or the belt, the ropes here, and I won. 
right? And I was like, damn, man, you just kind of killed the mood with that a little bit. Yeah. So he's yeah. got to come out next week and be be huge. It's going to be huge. Just beat the um, Miz's ass again. I'm okay with that. Well, I, I like what they've done with Cody so far. Um, you know, the storyline with Seth, I think that's just fine. Seth is uh, one of the best wrestlers in the world, honestly. I mean, yep, you, you can't argue that. He's not, I'm not saying like top 10 or anything, but he's arguably one of the best wrestlers in the world. So he doesn't have you know, bad matches. <laughs> so correct. Um, so moving on from Cody and all that good stuff, there was, uh, there was, I don't want to say an incident, but a moment on SmackDown almost two weeks ago now. Um, but Pat McAfee was calling one of these matches and it was Butch against Xavier Woods and McAfee, Pat McAfee called him, uh, called Butch the rabid Wolverine. <laughs> um hold on what did he say he said uh pat mcafee referenced the rabbit wolverine seemingly gave a recently debuted star benoit's old nickname um a highlight reel was shown of butch's outburst after the former pete dunn lost his in-ring debut to xavier woods then pat mcafee called him the rabbit wolverine referencing chris benoit and seemingly giving the former nxt star benoit's nickname um and this is credit to uh, to sportskedia.com. I I don't I don't remember that. But... I don't either. When you when you put this in the uh, the notes today, I'm like, okay, I thought this had to do with Michigan or something. <laughs> now that you're mentioning Benoit, it's like, ooh, yeah. Um, for those of you that don't know, if you've been again <laughs> living under a fucking rock, uh-huh. um, Ben Chris Benoit, you know. Um, in 2007 um murdered him his own his wife and his his son and took his own life yeah um and uh ever since then wwe has all but erased chris benoit from their history uh you can still see him on pay-per-views um you know in the, the library on peacock and whatever but they don't mention him don't show him yeah so this is really to my knowledge, the first time that they've, you know, referenced him, if you will. I, I mean, if it's it's a deep dive, so, you know, WWE nerds like not us, apparently, even more nerdy uh, would know this, but I, I had no idea. So, well, and, you know, I think Pat McAfee's at the point where, yeah, they like okay. So if this was uh, Byron Saxton that said that, I I don't know if he would necessarily get away with it. I don't know what the repercussions would be or anything like that. But um, Pat McAfee, he, he kind of wonder like, I'm sure he didn't mean anything by it. His job is to provide the color to the commentary. Yeah. So he's there to provide you with the weird knowledge and the inside jokes and things like that away from the match. You know, the, the play-by-play guy is telling you what's happening in the match. Pat's color guy. He says the what rabid Wolverine, that's a, a nickname, not only for Chris Benoit, but I mean, it's, it's a very aggressive way to call Butch. And that's what he's being uh, uh, essentially. Yeah. You know, so I just, I don't think he meant anything malicious by it. That's just my opinion. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. It's whatever Vince wants. And if, you know, he he could have reprimanded Pat. He may not have even heard it and may not have ever said anything to him. Who fucking knows? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, did you, do you have anything backed up on that as far as repercussions or anything like that? Nope, not okay. at all. So if anything did happen, it wasn't worth a damn for anybody to report it. Haven't heard anything since. They may have just threw it in his ear and he just said it. Yeah. Call him a rabid Wolverine. Like, okay. <laughs> well, speaking of rabid Wolverines, um, I would let loose a rabid Wolverine if anybody on, on anybody, if they ever scammed me the way that Liv Morgan got scammed. Yeah, what is going on here? <sighs> Liv Morgan tweeted the other day. 
Um, she had a couple of tweets. Guys, I've been sent so many emails of horror stories about people making fake ac fake accounts and emails pretending to be me and asking for huge amounts of money. This really makes me sad. Please don't use my name to con people out of their hard-earned money. Please, please, please. Yeah. So Liv Morgan um, also tweeted, a man sold his home and lost everything thinking he was helping me. This has me so sick. Please know I would never reach out to ask any of you for a single penny. I'm so sad. Please stop. Um, this dude pretended to be Liv, catfished someone, and Catfish apparently this, this guy lost his entire life. Yeah. Uh, well, as beautiful as Liv Morgan is, I'm not selling my house to make sure she's doing well. Because I know she's making at least six figures a year doing just fine. Right. I, I don't so, understand where you are at in your life to where, oh, this celebrity is reaching out to me? Yeah, of all people, me. For money? Wow, of course I'll help you. And with what? all the, how long have these social media platforms been out there? You know, Twitter's been at least a decade old, probably longer. I don't know. Yeah, but, 10, 15 years. So if I even follow somebody, I make sure it's their official account before I even follow them. You know, like this guy's just like, oh, it's Liv Morgan. Must be real. <laughs> like, well, and if you're on Twitter in any capacity other than, oh, I made an account, but I don't ever use it. You you have to you have to know right you have to know about the little blue check mark. Yeah, I don't know. I always make sure. Like that is terrible that that happened to that guy, and every any account don't wish that on anybody because I've had my identity stolen numerous times for money out of my bank account. Yep, but never have I ever gave some Nigerian prince money. Or anything like that. And I just don't get it. And I don't know. Maybe the dude has him. He's mentally impaired. Or I don't know. But I just. God damn. I, <laughs> I, that would have to be the case. Because otherwise I don't fucking feel sorry for you. Not at all. No. No. I, I hope he is for that reason too. But I mean wrestling fans. Some of them are pretty sick. So. There's guys jumping over just to attack Seth Rollins. There's people that want to run in the ring and make a, you know, I mean, people are stupid. Yeah, they really are. So I was like, damn, man, like you got to be a little bit smarter than that to know she's not talking to you, you know. Well, it's, you know, if if you don't have a lot of experience with, with social media or any type of interaction, like in a Facebook community or on Twitter, anything like that, you you have to be careful. People are catfished all the time. Like um, the guys from Breaking Down the Ring, one of them is is good friends with uh, with a news reporter on Fox Two here in Detroit. And I've met her a couple times. I follow her on Instagram. She put on her Instagram story like eight different accounts from people that used her likeness and her picture, like on Tinder and whatever, <clears throat> eight different people. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you have any celebrity, it's just people want to be you or mock you or whatever. I don't, I don't get it. Um, Liv Morgan though. She's got some more bad news because her and Rhea Ripley look like they have split up. Too soon. Seriously. like Way too soon. I uh, actually tweeted at Rhea Ripley, or was it Facebook? Whatever. She she mentioned a thing about how, yeah, it's, it's well-deserved as far as them breaking up. And uh, I'm like, either they're going to push you so hard as a single right now, or this was all worthless, because there's no tag teams in the women's division to even go for the belts. Yeah. And they had to put... Sasha and Naomi together just even take the belts off of Carmella anyways. So it's like, I don't. But they, they could have been a cool team. They And they were. They were forming a team. Like, they looked like a team. 
Liv started to, um, you know, adjust her uh, ring gear to kind of match Rhea's. And, you know, they were along the same lines of they, they just meshed together really well. Yeah. Um, I, I just I don't understand. You know, I'm kind of wondering if they're going to take Rhea Ripley and put her uh, with Edge and Damian Priest. And we'll talk more about that in a couple minutes here. But Ooh. I think they might be going somewhere along that line. Um, but yeah, I really didn't want to see them split them up because I think they were together good as a tag team. I would have put the belts on them. Yeah, I, I thought they I were going to win them. it. Yeah, you can put together Sasha and Naomi, and that's cool because honestly, I think they're a good team too. Um, but they should have chased after Rhea and Liv for the belts. It would have worked out way better. I don't know. I like the dominatrix thing. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Take it. And they had a cool name. Live for Brutality. That's so cool. Yeah, it all worked. Jesus. And they had to go in WWE it. Why do they do that? They break everything up. Well, they broke up Finn Balor and his title reign as the United States champion. Yeah. That, again, that was short. Short-lived. Oh. Um, I'm okay with it, though. Yeah. For this, for this reason, uh, theory is awesome, <laughs> and uh, I really enjoyed that match. I think, yeah, after after WrestleMania, I think he deserved to to take the belt, a belt. Yeah, and that's that's a good belt for him to run with because they they pay more attention to that mid card belt than they really do anything else. I mean, it's like the World Championship, the tag team titles, the U.S. title, the twenty four seven. The women's tag titles, then the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, in, I know. In, in I wanted priority. <laughs> that's how sad it is. I I prefer him as the Intercontinental Champion, but like you said, they don't focus on that belt. So what's the point? Yeah. So if you want to, yeah. And that was cool that he celebrated with Vince afterwards and took some selfies. Uh huh. I thought something was going to happen where Vince clocked him, but he takes the belt from him. <laughs> <laughs> like Vince is still heel. They took they took Austin away from him, so now he's just theory. Uh, so because it was too close to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Sure, I get so, it. I, I uh, guess I, I get it. I do. But you should have thought about that a long fucking time ago, because that's what I thought of when I first heard of the dude. Yeah, I've been. I mean, I always just call him Theory, anyways. But when you hear the commentators call him that, it's like, damn, it doesn't really fit as much as I do. As many times as they want to change names, and, and we're going to talk about that too, but you would have to, I feel like you put that much thought into changing the name. If you would have put that much thought into the name to begin with, you wouldn't run into this fucking situation where people are getting, you know, up your ass about all these name changes. And, you know, I, I that's kind of what I would think of. I mean, okay, you want to be called Austin Theory? Well, one of our Mount Rushmore guys is Stone Cold Steve Austin. I don't want any association with Austin. We're going to call you Theory. Yeah. Or uh, Houston Theory. Yeah. <laughs> Go with a different city and Doug uh, or, Theory. Like, I don't fucking Doug. care. <laughs> but, um, but at any rate, yeah, he did win the United States Championship from Finn Balor this past Monday on Raw. It was a good match. If you have a chance, definitely, uh, definitely check that out. They've been um, great every time they've been in the ring together. Yeah, and, and like you said, Theory's de- deserving of the title. He's very good in the ring for being so young. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, he can stick around for a long time, and maybe he can be their next star one way or another. You know, he's probably the fastest uh, growing superstar on me ever. Yeah, how fat? Like when he first came in, I'm like, oh Christ, this is just a, a Tyler Breeze knockoff with the selfies. Except mm-hmm. he's just missing the stick, and I and Tyler Breeze end up growing on me before they released him, and it's like, damn it! Now I want him back, and now Theory's here, and like, but in a different way, and he's a better wrestler. But I don't know; he grew on me so fast. Yeah, for sure. Yep, I would agree. Um, moving on to the tag team championship, uh, SmackDown, Raw, the titles will be united. Come backlash in just a couple weeks. You have RK Bro going against the Usos. <laughs> Day Chris one ish. Yes. What is your prediction here? Um, I really don't want the Bloodline to have all the money here, but they're gonna get all the money here. <laughs> it just makes the most sense. 
Um, I don't know how long they're going to keep this thing going, though. If if that's the, the or is this the first step of Roman losing his shit? But if they're planning on keeping him for another year or, or so, I don't know. These guys, they have the belts, but if they do any singles matches, they lose. I don't, and or if they are uh, like Roman's lackeys, they run out to stop somebody from getting to Roman. They get the shit kicked out of them all the time. But they're the belt holders. I don't. I don't. It's not all 100% adding up. Yeah, like Matt uh, Matt, well, Matt Riddle. Um, he fought, what, Jimmy Uso on Friday night or Jay? I, I get uh, yeah, all the time. Pretty sure it was Jimmy. And uh, and he got the win. He hit an RKO out of nowhere. It was a beautiful RKO. It was really good, actually. Um, yeah, uh, you're right, though. They, they lose these singles matches. And to me, when I see that, it's like, okay, well, you're going to build up for them to win the match at Backlash, you know? Yep. Um, I kind of want to see the bloodline with all the all the belts because, I don't know, I think that just kind of adds to the story. But I also want to see RK-Bro with those titles. I mean, they've got a new RK-Bro 420 shirt out for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> They're selling a ton of merch. When we went, uh, that's all I seen was freaking RK bro stuff. Hey, hey Randy. Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I was like and I couldn't stand Riddle till he got with Randy Orton. Yeah, it and Randy Orton has definitely increased Riddle's stock for sure. But I wanted to see Alpha Academy win, but that's me. Um I'm still on their their train. I know they're not in the topic right here, but I'd be okay if the Usos win it maybe, well, they're both heels shit. I don't know. It's a tough call. But yeah, um, for storyline, it's going to be the Usos. Now, um, for some more storyline stuff, going back to what we were talking about a few minutes ago with, with Rhea Ripley. Rhea, Rip, um, Rhea Ripley going heel. Do you think that she could be a part of the the stable that is yet to be called the brood 2.0 with edge <laughs> with edge and damian priest um hmm uh i didn't even think of that till you brought it up uh in the previous thing here but interesting idea what, what's your what's your thoughts here um i think it kind of makes sense Rhea ripley fits in pretty well with that whole idea um and now you've got her turning heel um, but see, they've got, this is another case of, I would like to see her on a good singles run. Yeah. You know, and go for the title and maybe become champion, take it away from Bianca. Um, but I, I wouldn't, I could go either way. I wouldn't mind her, wouldn't mind seeing her join up with Edge and Damian Priest. Although, unfortunately, I don't know where you go with that because, you don't really see too often like dudes at ringside or a guy at ringside supporting like Rhea Ripley in a match or, you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't, you don't see that very often. So I don't know. It could work. I I don't know. I can't stand Damian Priest right now. So <laughs> I don't even want to see him on TV. Why not? I don't know. He just irritates me. His voice, his facials, the his body type. It's so wonky. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I thought about that when I first started seeing him, too. Like, he was a little, kind of like a baby deer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but he's grown on me. I, I like him. Um, I think I, I, I like him and Edge together. I think that's, a, and I'm not an Edge fan. Right. So, you know, that, that works for me. But. Yeah, I think adding Rhea, I, I do like the idea. Again, she fits in with them really well, um, but I just don't know what you do what you do with it. I mean, you, you put her yeah. out there, but where do you go with that? You yeah, know? do you fight against other factions? Do you just yeah try to get all the belts on them instead of I, I don't even know. Well, do you and, actually and, have Edge team with Damian here, or is it just gonna be like them just fucking with AJ Styles for the foreseeable future? Right, and then what? Right. And that that can't go much longer. It just um, started, and I'm already over it. 
uh, well, Bully Ray from uh, the Busted Open podcast, um, you know, he was talking about, and he said, how would you feel about Gangrel coming back? I think that would be great for a short term. What I think would be even better is Christian as part of Edge and Damian Priest's faction. Lord knows he ain't doing fuck all in AEW right now. And I, I would yeah. be doing a lot more with Christian. That's just me. I think Christian is massively underutilized, just my opinion. Um, I, I agree with that. Couldn't keep I, track of him myself. Yeah. I, I don't think, you know, I don't think you would see him back with, with Edge and Damian Priest. I mean, maybe in a perfect world, but I just don't see that happening. I mean, they're already playing the brood music. So gonna be, dude, that could be sick, but... Mm-hmm. Get those um, fangs going again on freaking Gangrel's fat face. That cup of blood. His <laughs> fat face. <laughs> he's he's put on a few. Um, well, hopefully, whatever they decide to do, they don't change anybody's names because they have been changing names yeah. in this fucking company over and over and over and over. Uh, Once well, you get used well, to a name, you're like, oh, I'm never going to be able to remember that one. And then it finally clicks and then you got to try to remember oh yeah it's matt riddle you know but well and you have butch formerly known as pete dunn right um they took away austin so now it's just theory um you have uh kaylee ray who is in nxt and she was really well known in nxt uk she held their women's title for a long time they renamed her alba fire (laughs) okay uh, Casey Catanzaro, that little tiny thing that does acrobatics and stuff, and she's been redubbed Katana Chance. What? I don't really care for either name, to be honest with you. Uh, and then Gunther, of course. And, oh, Walter. Uh, Volta. His stooge was changed from Marcel Bartel to Ludwig Kaiser. Yep, yep. I don't mind that one, but Gunther I'm not a big fan of. And you know, they he looks good with, though. I'll give him that. Yeah, he's he's dropped some weight and uh, he is a powerhouse and he's a big dude, but uh, his presence in the ring is even bigger. Like you expect him to be a big guy, and he is, but he's athletic too, you know. Yeah, my, I didn't get a whole lot of taste of him in NXT, so when he just beat the living shit out of a jobber real quick, I, I was impressed. Um, one more name change, Raquel Rodriguez, which was formerly Raquel Gonzalez, whose real name is Victoria Gonzalez. <laughs> so okay. they had <laughs> they had Raquel Gonzalez. That was her real name, Gonzalez. Yeah. And changed it to Raquel Rodriguez. Is this a giant Gonzalez thing? Like, they're like, we got to get away from that. I don't know. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> I don't, I want it to be a fly on the wall and, and hear them. Well, I mean, what, what, what do you think we should call it? Or Cal, uh, uh, Victoria, you know, Victoria Gonzalez. Let's get rid of the Gonzalez. Call Rodriguez. They're all fucking the same anyway. That's such good. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, that's really where you... I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, Yeah, they're changing too many names, and AEW has all the similar names, and they aren't changing shit. So So many similar names. My God. God damn. So one one company needs to stop it. The other one needs to actually take control of it and (laughs) pick up where they left off. Nobody can get it together. It's just a fucking name. I don't... why, Why is it so hard? I don't know. Um, it, I miss the old days where it was just everyone had a character and it was the dumbest shit, but it was funny. So FTR had some funny moments in WWE. They were uh, towards the end of their stint. They were dressing up and acting all fucking stupid. and But they have really come into their own moving on to a w and uh they're the current a w world tag team no they're not i'm thinking TV. of jurassic express um they have two belts yeah ftr is uh the triple a champions and the ring of honor champions 
That's where I was getting confused. There is. Uh, I thought there was a lot of belts in WWE. And then I recently, not to bring up tonight, but Wheeler Yuta comes out for a match and he's wearing a belt, but no one mentions it. Seriously? Not a thing until he was already wrestling. Like, oh, by the way, like Jim Ross had to be like, oh, by the way, he's the whatever champion. It's like, Jesus, how many fucking belts do you got? Well, you know, they I get acquired... it because they have different companies, but yeah, yeah, they acquired Ring of Honor and they, you know, they're going to be bringing them back to life here soon. But, you know, FTR, they they have been rumored, apparently, that uh, there's been rumors that WWE, you know, has interest in them. Of course, you know, they fucked them around while they were there and now they're doing really well and they want them back. Um, FTR is probably one of the best tag teams in the world. Um it was reported on Tuesday night, this is from Fightful Select, that uh, market leaders had expressed an internal interest in re-signing the tag team, formerly known as The Revival, once their all-elite wrestling contracts had expired. Per the original write-up, this would be sometime during the summer, though AEW retained a one-year expan- uh, extension option. It was originally reported that news on the extension uh, being activated or another contract extension um, was expected soon. In an update, Fightful noted that the outlet had been informed by AEW that FTR had over a year left on their contracts. Um, So I don't know where these rumors get started, but, you know, I think that this is going back to another case of Cody, if there's any truth to it. You know, he had to go elsewhere to prove himself in a sense, and FTR, FTR has done that. And, but to me, you, you had a good thing with them. Like they are a very good old school style tag team. Right. Right. And you know, where there's smoke, there's fire usually. So yeah, I could see this being a thing. You know, um, I, I can't say I wouldn't mind them coming back to WWE. It just sucks that there isn't more focus on the tag team division. You know, it's, it's just such a catch 22, but yes. regardless of the fact they're doing good things right now, they're more on the baby face side. And uh, I think it's working for them. Um, if anything else, definitely check out any FTR match when that comes on AEW for sure. Yep. I, I can agree with that. And I don't watch a whole lot of their stuff thinking this is going to be great, but I've, I've enjoyed FTR's matches, even Dax Dax, right? Yep. When he took on CM Punk was good. So good shit, such good shit. Oh my god, it was so good. Well, the show's been good. It was, it was good shit. Yeah, we, we're approaching an hour. Right. We can probably call. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Huh? But yeah, good. Good. Appreciate old you guys listening to all of our ramblings and and thoughts and opinions on the world of professional wrestling. It's a good time to be a fan, man. It really is, and it's it's been a good time for a couple of years now, but especially post-pandemic, there's just so many different things going on. And if you don't, like Chris doesn't really care for AW, and that's okay. He's giving it a shot. Yeah, you know I haven't I mean? given up yet. I still keep watching it, so just and, so I can keep up with, you know, talking to you for one as a friend and also for the show. It's like, okay, I want to be informed. I want to at least back up why I don't like it. You know, and maybe they'll surprise me. Like, I did like the Dustin and CM Punk match tonight, except the finish. So other than that, yeah. you know, there. Were, but those are two WWE guys. I don't know. Yeah. So it creates this confusion. And like, I don't fuck? know what to think. Um, but regardless, you know, there's a lot of good things coming up with both companies. I think WWE is slowly improving, you know, here and there. I think there's little improvements every week to Raw. Yeah, um, Raw's, Raw's better than SmackDown to me right now. Yeah, it's been getting a lot better. Um, so happy about that. But at any rate, we'll be back hopefully next week to talk some more uh, to talk some more shit. We'll talk about Backlash a little more. Yep. We'll dive more into the Forbidden Door pay-per-view. Hopefully we have a little bit more information on it uh, by the time we do our next show. And uh, for Off the Post, I'm Nick. I'm Chris. And we'll see you guys later.